Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beauty of the Chest. I'm so excited for this week's episode because we have our first tattoo artist. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Edward. You guys probably know me as Active Edward on Instagram. Well, thank you for coming on. Here, let's take a shot first. Thank you for having me. Are you going to take that raw? Mm-hmm. Is it raw? Wait. <laughs> Was it raw? No, <laughs> no chaser. No chaser. <laughs> mm. I have my water. Ooh. First of all, who chases? Tequila with water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about how you got into tattooing. Okay. Because I've never had a tattoo artist on here before. All right. I don't even think I've had a guy other than like beauty industry. A zesty one? No, just like <laughs> someone in the beauty industry. Okay. Like, <laughs> like I'm in the beauty industry too. I mean, you are. Because yeah, a tattoo right? is beauty. So, yeah. yeah, technically you are. Every Makes industry has beautiful. Good, yeah, so. Exactly. Every industry has a beauty in it. Yeah. Right? So, tell me how you got started in tattooing. Uh, yeah, well, I feel like I've been an artist my whole life, to be honest. Like, because I was little. You feel me? I was always drawing. Coloring. I remember actually when I was like in first grade, second grade, like, I'll be in class, like making a list of the tattoos I'm going to get when I get older. How old were you? I was probably like, like shit, like. Six years old. Seven years old. <laughs> you were you were six. I years had old? an attraction to it from an early age. I just remember, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I actually I wanted to start when I was young, like a teenager. But you know, I had a couple obstacles. So the way I honestly got into it, I remember I, I was um I was away for a couple years, and the whole time I was away, like I was just focusing on my art for me, trying to better myself every day. And um, I came back and I actually was working at Starbucks. I was working at Starbucks for like uh, almost two years, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, this just ain't it," you know. So you know how to make coffee really good. I know how to make good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and I remember one time I had asked for a transfer, and they weren't giving it to me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I probably I should just probably just leave now and, and start my career. You feel me? And I had like six hundred dollars to my name, and I was like, I'm gonna just put all that towards my equipment and just. And I look back, and I did just that. So you never, like, tattooed anyone? When you no, I know. But I feel like I felt comfortable enough to do so because, I mean, I already had a bunch of tattoos since I was young. So I feel like um, just from watching, it's kind of like hands-on learning. So your first client let you do whatever did they have? Oh, no, they let me do what I felt comfortable doing, you know? So just, like, all black, not necessarily any shading. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. looking back at that tattoo, tattoo, like, what do you think? I think it was a great first tattoo. Really? Yeah. Just what was it? Um, it was a hand, and it had a joint in it, <laughs> <laughs> and then on top it said "High Life." Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where was it at? Because I know some on parts, right? It was on the thigh. Okay. Some yeah. parts are like harder than others, right? Yeah, definitely. There's like the ribs that can be hard, or it just it, yeah. It's, it depends on it, the it plays place. a big part in it. Okay, because I know a lot of, I don't have tattoos, but they- You don't? No, I do. But they tell me, like, if I wanted a certain place, I can see them trying to convince me not to do it there. Right. Right? I mean, sometimes that's just a professional opinion, you know? Yeah. Because people, like, they go on Pinterest and they see something they want. That was me. (laughs) (laughs) Checks out, checks out. Yeah. I I would be like, okay, I want this. And then they- Small tattoos for girls. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and if you see all my tattoos, there's no shading. There's just like line work. So yeah. they'd be like, okay, yeah, it's not going to look good. There. It's okay, though. Yeah, I'm not into that type of, you know. Yeah, what do you get a skull and a rose? Like, <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> no. 
Man. Okay, so you started tattooing at what age? Uh, eighteen. Okay, so what really introduced you to that though, other than like you being into it when you were like young and? I mean, some of my friends already tattooed. Mm-hmm. Like I already had friends in high school that tattooed, and um, that was a big like inspiration. Mo- yeah, and motivation, definitely for sure. Because I mean, not that I was comparing myself, but sometimes I caught myself asking, like, "Man, I should have been done it." You know, until mm-hmm. I actually got it done. Yeah. But that that played a big factor in it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, all the homies were tatted and you know, so. As far as now, you have your own studio, right? Me and my friend, yeah, me and my brother. And how is it going? Like It's going great, honestly. It's a blessing. Yeah? It's a blessing. Because you've been through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, like, being where I'm at, even when I feel like I'm going through it, it's like, come on, these these problems don't compare to what I've been through, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I felt a lot of people that know you mm-hmm. misjudge you, right? 100%. But I feel like it's okay. It's only human. Yeah. People you judge, know? right? But I feel like they have like this misconception of you're this bad guy. Well, I don't think it's a misconception. I feel like they're just going based off of what the they... person I used to be. Oh, okay. You know, but it's like, for example, I mean, like, I don't really come out like I used to. So it's like, if you if you don't know me now, if you know what I mean, like you might have known me then, but you don't know who I am now. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you knew who I was, but you don't know who right. I am. The person, how I've matured, grown yeah. up, and what do you feel like? What you went through really, you know, molded me. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like change not molded you, but more of like, yeah, you could say that like changed you. Instantly. Yeah, I feel like it's, you learned from it. It's what I had to go through. Like it's it's my testimony. You know what I mean, it's my trials and tribulations. And it was already written in stone. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah, we have free will, but like, it was already written in stone. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no coincidences and no accidents. Everything I went through, so that I was supposed to go through. Yeah. So. And I, at what age was that? Everything that you went through. I mean, it started from the day I was born. I feel it's like I wasn't. I wasn't born into like a, a mentally, financially stable family. You know, so it's been a roller coaster since the gate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what about like with you? When like, did I start my own issues? Yes. I mean, I think that's what we want to know. I mean, I've been going to therapy since I was like in first grade. <laughs> you know? And the therapy room, there's nothing wrong with him, you know? Yeah. But I think like when I started making my own uh, decisions and I started bringing my own, my own problems that were brought upon my actions, and I was like uh, 12, I was 12 years old. 12. I, I stole a cop car. <laughs> You stole a cop car at the age of 12? <laughs> I told you, oh, I stole a cop car. A sheriff, a sheriff's car. And how did you steal a I, cop I was car? With a, I was with one of my friends. He wasn't even my friend, actually. <laughs> I just met that man two days before that. I had just met him. Oh, my gosh. And um, Donnie, shout out to Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember we was, uh, actually, look, I was going to go to the mall and kick get this girl. Back in the day, the mills was the spot. Oh, you know GameWorks. <laughs> hey, GameWorks. Hey. GameWorks. If you know, you, you know, know GameWorks. You know GameWorks. Yeah. In front of AMC, everyone with big hair would be chilling outside. Hey, I never had big hair though. So okay, I did. So what are you trying to say? I was one of those girls. Got them okay. city. Hello. <laughs> Cloud nine. Oh matinee. my god, matinee. Yeah, that was the spot. But anyways, I was supposed to meet up with this girl, and I asked the homies if they wanted to come with me, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "Nah, I'm straight." And he was my homie's homie. And then he was like, does you have a friend? I was like, yeah. He's like, I'll come too. Oh. So we was at the mall. We was, you know, hanging out, dude. And um, 
when everything was all done, everything, we was going back home. It was like one in the morning, so it was like we couldn't ke- we couldn't get the bus back home, you know. And um, we just started mobbing it. We just started walking, and um, he lived probably like a mile or two away. And his neighbor was a sheriff. He and he knew where he kept like the spur key because you know like sometimes you could take it, like, oh, you know. So he knew where it was. And he's like, you don't see his car, and I was just like, shit, like I don't know, you know. Like, just do it. So we went in his garage because he knew like he was he already had it plotted. And we got in that motherfucker, we just took off. Oh <laughs> and then what was the whole ending of this? What happened to you? Um, I remember he was he crashed it. So he crashed it right there on uh on concourse by those apartments. It was it was an empty lot at the time. And um he was already filling himself, driving one hand. And oh um God. he went over a curb and you know like when when like they're still building it, yes. like they got the metal sticks sticking yes, out. Uh-huh. Well, he went over it. It was he went over it. Like he panicked. And instead of like just stopping, he pressed on the brake and we just and we went over like a gate and it said no trespassing. And we broke the whole gate down. When we got the car, we just started running out. We're just running. And then um he's like, wait, my phone. I'm like, man, forget your phone. He's like, bro, they're gonna know it's us. Like, <laughs> so he goes back and gets his phone, and I'm still running, and I hear like a flat tire I look back and this was to put the car in reverse he's like get in <laughs> so I get in the car and then we just see like we're driving right here down Haven where the airport's at yeah so that's a long drive yeah before, it is it's like a it's a quarter yeah. mile before you hit the next light so yeah. we can't turn we can't we gotta just go straight <laughs> you know what I mean and um I hear oh like my. like burn rubber, and I just see the the tire fly out. Oh my! And so he gosh. stopped the car. We just ran opposite ways, and you know where um avocado burger. Oh, oh my god! Yes. So, so, so I ran in the Seven Eleven. I ran inside the Seven Eleven, and I remember like I went inside, and I could, I had clothes with me, so like I took I just switched my clothes inside out, and came back out. And as soon as I came back out, like I thought I got away, and the next thing I hear whoop whoop in every direction, and I was just like, ah oh, man. And then I remember, like, one of the police officers, uh, he slammed me. Like, I didn't even feel him coming. He just slammed me and threw me in the cop car. And the homie was already in there. <laughs> I get in the car and, I, like, I look at him. He's all cuffed. And he just looks at me. He's like, oh, my like, bro, gosh. Like, oh, you're thinking, like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> a 12-year-old still in a sheriff car. Hey, but you know what? I look back and there's a great story to tell, you know? <laughs> And the consequence, honestly, was it's like a slap in the hand. I was a kid, you know? Yeah. So, like, when I, when I went to jail for it, like, like the judge, I guess, like, they say, like, you, when he, when you're that young, your brain's still developing. And I used that, and I ran with it, you know? And I was like, I don't know the difference between right or wrong still, like. <laughs> so, when, technically, so, you didn't have a record then, because they was yeah, just kind was of a like child. a, it was your yeah, child. I was a child. Yeah. So, only, they only gave me 45 days, also. I, they had actually offered me house service, and then they asked my mom in court to like, do you, like keep it. Like, She's keep, like, keep them. Like, keep them. So then, after when you actually went and you got into more trouble, right? That whole situation. It was a thrill, honestly. Yeah. It was a thrill. I think that's why I did. Like people would like ask me, like, was it for attention? Like, were you going through stuff at home? Like, and honestly, despite all that, like it wasn't never. Honestly, I made I made my own choices. You know whether it came with a consequence or not. Yeah. And so when you were, like you say, locked up, right? When the mm. whole fucking jail shit. <laughs> when you were locked up, right? Yeah. Did you, because there's a lot of people that sneak in needles, right? And they do tattoos and stuff, right? Is that, that like, I, or am I just fucking like making no, this shit up from TV? Um, like, because. That's more like once you hit counting and stuff like that. Um, You got people that make homemade machines out of just a battery. Yeah. Um, 
a, a pen cap and a wire from the TV. They just break it, you know what I mean? Connect it. And, but even like when I was like, like before I, like the county, when I was like in Julie, and uh, Julie, um, we would just do like stick and post. Like we would get like our paperwork and sometimes they would have a staple and we'd like bend the staple open and like grind it on the floor so it could like sharpen it. Mm-hmm. Then we wash it with some bullshit soap and then just. <laughs> we would actually attach it to a pencil. So you attach it to the end of a pencil, like, and we get pencils like this little, and then we'll get like um the the our blankets. They're like so we'll like pull a string from it, oh my, gosh. or from our junk, and then we'll just tie it around to tying the needle to the pencil, and it would just like stick, like just poke it, you know? Dang, just poke it, make our own, uh, make our own ink. So damn. But you don't really see that like in juvie and stuff. You see that more once you hit like county, county mm. and like jail or so, upstate. So then know? after you got out, you worked at Starbucks and then you had six hundred dollars to your name, right? Yeah. And then did you go into like your garage? Did you go? Um. Well, at the, at the time I had my first apartment. I had just got my first apartment probably like two weeks before that, and um, so I was just tattooing out of my living room. Now that's where I started. How were you affording that? Like, uh, to be honest, shit, I, it was all my baby mama. You know, shout out to her. Like, oh, I love her. Shout out to her. <laughs> she was holding it down. To be honest, like, she was she was working at a at a uh, Ruby's Makeup Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was making her her good little money, and um, I would tell her like, don't trip, we'll make it, we'll do it, you know. So she was holding it down, and um, my little, I was working like I was in and out of little warehouses for like a week here, a week there, mm-hmm. but I actually worked at a warehouse. For two weeks, and they fired me. So when they fired me, they gave me that those two weeks check and the following week's check because mm-hmm. I had already worked it. So they gave me like a cool two thousand at once. Oh, okay. So it was perfect to just quick down payment on the apartment. And we just got approved right away. So if it wasn't for me getting fired and getting that little check, you wouldn't have. Yeah, and I told myself like, fuck it. Once it, once we get in, we in. And now I just got to figure it out after that. Building your clientele, was it hard? It's still hard to this day, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, shit, we all going through a recession, okay. you know? Oh, so. No, sh- yeah. Do yeah. you think this industry will ever die, though? Never. Ever. And let me tell Even you though, like, the recession is really bad right now, You right? know what? Let me tell you something. No matter how broke somebody is, they still care what people think about them. As sad as it sounds. So you always want to look good. Unless you just truly don't care. But at the end of the day, look, we could be going through it and you're still going to do your makeup. Mm. I mean, you're still going to go get that haircut. Period. You know what I mean? So you want to look good. Because you, know I mean? you feel good and you do good. Yeah. So it'll never die. Even when we reach a point like. Even, even when we're down bad, because I think we're down bad. You know what? Eventually, everything's going to be ran by a robot. Like, for example. <laughs> no, let me explain what I mean by that. Okay, you go to a Denny's in downtown LA. Your, a server is not robot. bringing you food anymore. It's a fucking they robot. They put it on a fucking little robot that's on wheels. I know. And they roll it to you. That's true. So that means a lot of servers just got cut. put out of business. Yeah. You know, eventually you're going to go to a warehouse. Everything's going to be picking, packing, but a machine. I mean, there, you can go to Starbucks. You're going to put what you want. The machine's going to make it for you. So all those people are going to be put out of business. So how do you think that's going to end up? Like people- Horrible. The rich is going to get richer and the poor is going to get poorer. And I mean, those soft employed entrepreneurs i mean we we self we self-employed for a reason so we'll figure it out yeah you know because i have all this right yeah and there's always bad days there's good days but 
I always know that there's gonna be better days. You mm-hmm. know, like there, I'm always I'm I'm good, and then I'm like really good. Yeah. You know, but our money's never steady. So like right. I have I can make a thousand dollars one day and a hundred dollars the next. But I, but I think that's why it's very important to manage your mind your money wisely. Hundred percent. And it's like you can make all this money, but if you have nothing to show for it, you're not making nothing. So that's why investments. You know yep. what I mean? So even because if we don't work, we don't make money. Absolutely. But we want to reach a part where we're financially free. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't mean like, oh, I got this much. No, I mean where you're financially free, where you can spend time with your family and your phone is still because you're still making, making money. money. Mm-hmm. And that's cash flow. So you get the cash flow going from your businesses. So you don't got to be there to make money. Yeah. But you, you, you want to reach a point where your money makes you your money. Wow. You know what I mean? Like my, my friend Jacob, he tells me all the time, the man makes the money. The money doesn't make the man. Period. It's, it's true, you know? Yeah. So, so do you think you're doing good for yourself right now? Like with your, even though like it's hard to get clients and like, how do you think it's going for you as of today? So you just got a new car. <laughs> she got crashed into right <laughs> But congratulations. I had a car that was new to me and took that shit. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I look at it like it could have been worse. Yeah. And um, what if I had, you know, because it was 4th of July. So like, what if something worse had happened? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I ended up Ubering to my destination instead of driving my car like I was supposed to. So, and let's just say he wasn't driving. He was just parked. Right? I, it was parked. My car was parked. Yeah. Yeah. But, Something worse could have happened. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, to answer your question, I think I'm doing great. I mean, they, compared to who, it doesn't matter. I think for myself, I'm doing great. What goals do you think you've reached so far tattooing? Other than you got your spot. What's something else that is a big goal that you have for yourself? I mean, I feel like when I first started, everything that I have right now, I envisioned it. So it's like I'm living the life I once prayed for. You mm-hmm. know, even if it's not fancy, I don't have you no know, the best of the best. Like, you know, my worst day is someone's best day. Yeah. So I feel like I've, I've reached, I reached, I mean, everything I wanted to do. And it's, and it's not even the, I haven't even started yet. Like, it's not even the beginning yet. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, there's so much waiting for me, and I'm just working towards it. Yeah. You know, like a tattoo shop. No, not a tattoo shop. Oh. I prefer a private studio. Oh, okay. You know, but um, like there's a huge tattoo shop, but I know I'm not gonna say it. But you know, can we say it? Can we board it? No. Uh. Uh-uh. That I mean, make fucking money. Yeah. Me, right. But at the end of the day, like it's not all about that. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you he heard I mean? it. Um, it's. I think uh, it's just a big manipulation. I think it's a manipulation. You think tattoo tattooing is a manipulation? No, no, no. Certain parts of it. You oh. know what I mean? Like the community. Mm, for example, like like there's there's in, there's people who they're doing it big. Like like man, like you look at them, you're like that's what it's about. You know what I mean? But like, I feel like what comes before, like, for example, like if you're the one doing that tattoo, you don't want making that money, you should be able to take that home with you. You know what I mean? Nobody should be able to keep some of it because they didn't do the tattoo. You did it. Yeah. But then they think it's their name that is like you're going to that person's. Hey, what happens to day tomorrow when Instagram goes down? True. <laughs> what name? Yeah. But that's what it is, though. That's what they think, though. They're going to go on Google and Yelp, then the closest shop to you. Yeah. You know? But. They're probably thinking, like, okay, you're working here. You're working under me. 
my name is already huge in the industry. So you kind of are like, like. But you know what? That person made a name for himself. So can you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the point of us working for ourselves is to work for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Not for somebody else. You know what I mean? And I get it. There's there always got to be a leader. There always has to be a head honcho. But you know what? You're only as strong as your weakest link. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to work for you. I'd rather work with you. Period. You know what yep. I mean? And that's the difference. Like, yeah. So, like, you go to a shop and, like, the shop owner wants to disrespect me. Like, hey, big dog. Like, we're equal. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We're all paying the same amount to keep the shop, you know, the lights on or whatever. Yeah. You know I feel I mean? like you. But that's, just... something, that's something I learned um, through who I work with. You know, he's been a great teacher to me. Um, like, you went under his wing. Yeah, because he took a chance on me. When all the doors were closing on me, I knocked on every door, every door closed, and he opened his, <laughs> he opened his garage for me, you know, like, he opened his, he, op- he took a chance on me. And um, it's been great. I wouldn't change a thing about it. And that's what you're working with now. hmm And even though he's in charge, even though, you know what I mean, like, he still treats me. Equal. Just as good, as, you know what I mean? Yeah. He respects my decisions, my opinions. And that's why there's a saying, I've said this before, like, don't ever bite the hand that feeds you. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's, I mean, that's with with everything. That doesn't even apply to our industry. Yeah. It's with everything, you know? Because, man, I feel like I fed a lot of people and still trying to steal my food. (laughs) You know? Same. I'm like feeding. I'm like, bitch, I'm tired of feeding you. You just saw me cook that shit up. (laughs) 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 Try to take off my plate. You know, but yeah, it's also part of it. Yeah. So now, how many? Okay, so how old are you? Twenty-four. Okay, so you started tattooing eighteen. Yeah. So how many years is that? Uh, five. Six. Well, it will be six in April. So this coming up, this April coming up, it'll be six. Have you had a person in all of your six years saying, "Hey, Edward, I don't like this tattoo"? Um, not in front of me. Oh shit! Behind your back. Yeah. Oh shit. And like, um, you know, I I guess I understand where they're coming from because I came at them foul too. But um, I remember when I did it was I had just started and um prior to me doing the tattoo it was a very small tattoo. Um, I I offered to do it somewhere else bigger. Oh, so you had already offered them. So I so it could be more detail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I was probably like a year in, mm-hmm. and they trusted me with a big with a pretty meaningful tattoo. And the person seemed excited. Like, when I was done, they're like, send me those pictures. Like, they loved it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a month later, they reach out like, hey, um, everybody says that the tattoo shouldn't look like that. And I have pictures of it fresh and healed, you know? And um, he's like, can you shield that? Can you cover it? I'm like, yeah, I'll cover it. And then, like, I told her, like, oh, I'll do it for this amount. Even then, it wasn't a lot. And then um, they're like, wait, you're going to charge me? And... It turned into like a big drama thing, you know? And like they 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 put me on TikTok, they shamed <gasps> me. They, no. But but you know what? I had I, I did say something out of line. What did you say? No, I don't want to say it. Say it. No, nah, it's pretty it was pretty disrespectful. But I only reached I only said that because <laughs> she started disrespecting me first. And I let her um. slide three times and then, you know, I'll drag it. So I said something out of line and it goes to it was pretty shallow. So it was a female. I wouldn't have said it now. I wouldn't you know, like the person that I am now, like I wouldn't have said it now. But at the time, I was like, ooh, like she's testing me. And she's like, you know, threatening my wild paint, hitting up her little cholo homies and dropping my address. And, all, you know, mm-hmm. so I started getting to that point. I'm like, hey, chill. But the homies told me, walk into the industry, you know, because I guess you got to get that client. 
at least once or twice, you know. But so you, you know, how did it end? It ended up being like it just died out. Oh, okay. It just died out. Did it go big viral on TikTok? And that made me a lot of money. <laughs> Cause you know what? Any publicity, good publicity. Oh yeah. So like I remember like it'll be like her homegirls were talking shit. And then they'll go on my page and start liking my pictures and then they'll send their message. So I was like, Oh my you God. Know, so. Sometimes that's why people get canceled. Yeah. To get caught from it. You know? I'm glad I didn't get canceled. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but good, pub- wait, what did you say? Bad Any publicity is good. Pub- publicity. There you go. So, yeah. you know, makes sense. So, what about um, now that you're like, you're pricing, right? So, you started off like, I did tattoos for like $15, food, <laughs> or just to even get the practice in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Food. Yeah, like the homie would be like, hey, tell me all about your food. I'm like, all right, for sure, come through. Or the Lucille's or something. I'm fucking dead. You know what I mean? It's like your homegirl, when you first started, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And you were practicing, you know, I'm sure. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. My, my pricing was different. I, I mean, my pricing is way, I just want to know tattoo pricing. So it's depending on how big. Um, the yeah, pieces, the, the timing. Sometimes it's just it de- literally it's depending on on. It could be depending on how big your name is, like you're saying earlier. Like sometimes it'd be depending on the experience the client will get, and also placement, the reference, the detail, the size, or hourly or daily rate. How do you usually charge? Is it by the right where it's at? You know what? Like I try to be firm on my prices, but I don't usually honor them. Like if I say this is my, but if someone hits me up, I'm like, yes, yeah, like through. Like you know, slow motion, bear no motion. So I'll take it. Yeah, you know, but there's I've, there's like a lot of tattoo artists that I know that only specialize in certain things, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like okay, like black Realism, and white, black and gray, black and gray. Really, there's like anime type color, traditional. traditional uh minimalism right yeah minimalistic whatever right yeah how do you how did you decide on like what did you want to do like perfect well what i what i what i wanted to get tattooed you know so i was wanting to get like not even certain realism but just anything black and gray i mean so it's only right for me to do what i like Mm -hmm. you know and this is the option was mine I, i picked black and gray and that's like the hardest i think realism is the hardest realism is like portraits Realism is just like you have a reference. Like I print out a picture of a tiger and then I copy the picture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly how it is to make it look as realistic as possible. And then for, and I'm black and gray. So it's not going to be what you want. It's just, it's my style. But if you're booking me, it's clearly because you like my style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is black and gray. It's so fucking hard to know the tattoo community. <laughs> I mean, it's, so is everything. Yeah. But it's like, oh my gosh, I feel like tattoo artists don't get enough rec- they do get enough recognition, but I feel like by our people. Though. By your people. There's yeah. not really recognized by it's our industry, you know? It's because I feel like people think it's a hobby. They don't realize it's the way that our families eat. You know? Yeah. That's why our time is wasted all the time. That's why we ask for deposits. And, and the people, big deposits, yeah, not even a small deposit. Like for example, like people will be like, Oh, sorry, I got called into work. And I'm like, Well, I thought I got called into work. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? But clearly not. Yeah. So. So th- it's that's and people think, oh, don't worry about it. Just let me know when you're ready. Like, and that sucks. And you that know? sucks because, and I feel like people waste your time because you can have one that one client a day that right? put you up. That puts you up. Like, it's gonna be like a thousand dollar tattoo, yeah. and you're like, that I was my that. money to eat. Yeah. That was my money to feed my family. Like, you know. 
So I feel like they don't get enough recognition of mm-hmm. like, you know. But you know what? We're going to reach a time. It, you know what? As a day passes, it's getting so normalized that you see doctors with tattoos. You see lawyers with tattoos. You see, you know, people in the, in the law enforcement, everything. Because before it was like, oh, oh let me get this ghetto. job first. Oh, yeah. Ghetto. Or let me get this job first because I can't have tattoos. Right. I see fucking sheriffs, cops, exactly. everyone yeah. with. I seen. I, I literally went to go pick up my prescription at the doctors and the nurse was there and all fucking tatted, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's not because of the way you look, but just how you present yourself. Yeah. You know, you could like a certain style or like a certain. You thing. know, it's crazy. Like, like, like you see some tatted up people, and they're like head to toe. Those will be some of the most respectful people you ever meet. Yeah. You know what I mean, and then you see someone who's judging us, and then they're so shallow and disrespectful. And they're not tatted. And they're not tattooed. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> they're all against it. Yeah. But if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah, but I feel like the tattoo industry is coming up. So. Uh-huh. Right. No, we up next. I mean, y'all have always been up. Yeah. But I feel that, like, with tattooing, it's like a lot of people, like, what is like an advice? Because a lot of people are trying to do it, right? What's what's what advice would I give? Yes. To so just jump into it. But what if someone is scared? Okay. For example, I have this like client. Okay. And this is like real true shit. She loves drawing. She's barely getting into. Um, she's the one that kind of like convinced me. She's like, you should have, because she watches my podcast. She's like, you should have a tattoo. Yeah. Someone, a tattoo artist on your podcast. And she wants to get into it. She's like, girl, I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't even know how to even go from it. Because there's so many people that are in the industry that their head is so high that she's not, you know, she's. She doesn't know where to ask for help. Yeah. Because. Do yourself. Do yourself. Honestly, your best teacher. It's probably YouTube. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go on YouTube and you start. Because people are going to want you, like, especially if she's a girl, it's going to be harder for her. Because, yeah. you know, like, man, you know, they just feel superior to women. So say she goes to a shop and they want her to be an apprentice, like, she's going to be throwing out the trash, you know, breaking people down. It's like, I thought you wanted her to have a tattoo and not, not clean up after me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't, you don't need to go to school for tattooing, right? I you mean, they're going to, gonna, they're schooling for it. Like, there's, and there's amazing schools for it, but. I mean, come on, bro. Hey, you could teach yourself. You could learn yourself. Just like anything. Just like when girls do lashes or they, they probably take a quick course just to learn or when they, they start doing nails or even body sculpting. Like, all you did, you went on Amazon, you bought a kit, and you told your homegirls, come through. There's so much more to it, yes. But, but that's how you start, though. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And you start learning or you have people that, like, friends. Like, for example, I had, I'm thankful that I had a lot of friends. So, um... And I always ask questions and I just took all the knowledge that they gave me and combined it. And, and like, for example, like I'll ask my friend, I'm like, oh, how did you do that? And then he'll tell me it'll be completely different than what somebody else told me. Mm-hmm. But I try both and whatever helps me, then I just go with that and I just run with it. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you feel about like picky clients or clients that are lagging? I think that's okay. I, I'm, I'm, I can handle it. I've never, I've, yeah, I, I, I feel like I could fake it. <laughs> like, not saying that I'm fake, but like, for example, like, when I, like, not to go back to that, but when I was in jail, like, I'd be in a dorm with 60 grown men. And you know how many different personalities that is? Mm. No. And somebody's wife just, just started cheating. We got an angry guy. Somebody's over here scared, and, you know, and they're crying over here. And then we got the people who think that they're big and bad. So, like, I learned how to adapt to people and what they're going through, you know? And, I learned communication. I think that's a big factor. So, like, I could, you know, I don't mind a picky client. 
So what if they're like, here, put this, you, you put on the sheet, then you have to take it off again. And I'm like, no, do it this way. Take it off it's again. It's her body, however you want it. You're the one that has to walk with it. You know what I mean? So I would say patience, 100%, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, definitely. You gotta, you gotta go outside and talk to yourself for 10 seconds yeah. and come back in. Yeah, but you know, I, I feel like um, I knew that was part of it. That was part of being a tattoo artist, you know, like, like you, you're working with people and you're spending a lot of time with somebody. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta be likable. Yeah. You know, cause there's a lot, there's a lot of tattoo artists that are, they're great artists, but like who they are as a person. Yeah. No personality, no sense of humor, but they got skill. But that will only think. get you so far. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. You have to be likable because yeah. a person is going just for your work, but they're also going for like entertainment. In a Especially way. that's what you're promoting. If you're promoting that on Instagram, like that's what you got to give because a lot of people they want that experience. Like, oh, you know, it plays a big factor in it. You know what I mean? Especially if you have a big name. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you looked up to this tattoo artist for so long and you finally got an appointment with that person. And then you get tatted by that person. And they had their headphones on. And, and they had their headphones on and they didn't give a fuck about you. They gave yeah. a fuck about just getting their money. And you walked out of there like, damn, I love my tattoo, but I hated him as a person. Yeah. And that sucks, you know? Yeah. But everybody's different. I, I'm glad that I get to work in a very uh, healthy and fun environment. Mm-hmm. So like me and my friend, like me and Jacob, me and him, we could be having like a horrible day. But the moment we walk in, we're just like, ah, what's up? You know, and it's just like you can't hide the energy. Like the yeah. energy's there. So we, we just have a great time. We 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 provide our clients with a great time, a great atmosphere. You know what I mean? We got snacks for them. We got drink for them. Uh. <laughs> Whatever you want, you know? Yeah. We we try to provide it's that. the whole experience yeah. for them. And like I said, you're spending a, you're spending a lot of time with this person. Yeah. Like you want them to at least be comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what it is. Well, cheers to that one. <laughs> oh my God. You're going to take that whole thing? That is. Mm-hmm. How do you drink that without no chaser? I have my water. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I love water. I love water too. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. Keeps you hydrated. Good for your what, skin. <laughs> what's something, okay? Like, do you have any future plans? I have plenty. This year. Um, this year, so my short-term goals. Yeah. Continue working on my health. So, you know, continue moving forward with that. Um, I want to get a new place. I'm not, I don't really like where I live right now. Mm-hmm. Not there's nothing wrong with it, but. You live alone? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I live alone. So it's like, I don't be saying shit for eight hours sometimes. <laughs> Being there bored looking at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> TV all broken. Oh shit! Don't tell me it's on the floor. You got the mattress nah, on the floor. Nah. <laughs> nah. My TV's hung up. There's, there's little LED lights. Oh you know? shit! Oh. Nah, I used to have a mattress on the floor. Shit. Oh shit! But, we, but we that, was, that was that's where it all started. Mm-hmm. You know. But um, my goals, you know, continue taking care of my son, um, growing as a person, as a dad, mm, continue to build with my with my people. I mean, can't really say anything. I was like, all my goals are not tangible. Like they're not goals that you could like hold in your hand. You know, it's just things I want to reach as as a person. Yeah. You know, but now my long term goals and it's like I want to get a house and all that extra stuff. You mm-hmm. know, but material stuff. 
Yeah. yeah. I want to go back into like something juicy really quick. Mm. So back in the day, right? I've known you for like over 10 years, over no. 10 years, a yeah. decade, right? You were like always this like popular kid, but then the troublemaker. And then that whole thing like brought you like really down. Like how was your family and the whole experience? How was your mm. girlfriend at the time? in that you know how did did it affect them you know i mean it affected affected everybody around me Mm -hmm. you know it was selfish for me to think it only affected me yeah but um i can't really speak for my family you know like they were always doing their own thing we Mm -hmm. all had separate lives so i feel like hey well that's what happens when you do what you do type you know but did they ever get bashed by the other people that were involved mm, yeah yeah like i remember one time um I came out, uh, I didn't come outside. My mom came outside and her whole car was scratched up, popped mm-hmm. tires, broken windows. Because, I mean, it affected a lot of people. It was a tragedy, you know. So it came with consequences. It came with lifetime consequences. And I think that's when um, I realized, like, I got to change. I got to change something. Mm-hmm. It's clearly what I'm doing is not working, mm-hmm. you know. And you had your real ones next to by your side right yeah i probably had a couple and did you feel like you lost a lot of friends in that like, i feel you- like when you ask god to protect you from your enemies don't be surprised when you lose friends so i lost people that served their purpose in my life and made room for people that are here to teach me something new mm-hmm. you know so i didn't feel like i lost people that i mean sometimes sometimes i did lose people that i pushed away though mm. You know what I mean? But not necessarily lost somebody who, like, truly cursed for me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So. They were kind of just, like, people that were, like. In there for the entertainment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, let's go act it. Oh, he probably got a G-ride. Oh, he got, he got, a, he got the crib. He's going to throw a party mm-hmm. tonight. Oh, you know. And now that yeah. you're out and now that you're doing big things and you're big in the industry, do you think that they're coming back? Like, do you think, do they, do you see them sometimes? Sometimes. <laughs> do they ever want to get tatted by you? Yeah. And I, you know, I show them love, you know, just, just for, just for old sake, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm too good for anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, it's how you treat people that I feel like raises your value as a person. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I had homies and I had like, you know, people that were um, always around only when I had something exciting. Cause I remember when I was homeless or sleeping in the car. Or, mm-hmm. Hey, dog, you think I could come sleep over? Ah, no. Like, what you mean, dog? Like, yeah. But when I when I got when I got the spot, like all of a sudden, you know. So yeah, but now that's okay though. It's okay. I'm not mad at over. I'm not mad at anybody. So, cause look where you are. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like <laughs> it teaches you lessons. You feel me? Yeah. But I feel like I'm reaching also a place where like um lessons are never lost. Never, never. But I'm reaching a place like, for example, like right now, my circle is so strong. It's as strong as it's ever been. And only the people that made the cut made the cut. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, like, for example, like I just got a new number. You feel me? So like, you can't call me. You can't. That means you're not. You can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like DM me. You have me on Instagram. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, like you have the wrong people around. That, that could take a toll on you. It could take a toll on your energy. You know, like. Like the the vibe don't lie, you feel me? And if you're around envious people, people that want your that's dangerous. That's dangerous. You know? Yeah. And right now I feel like all my team, like we all want to see each other succeed, win, 
And it's like, it's one thing to want to see someone do good, and, but not better than you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But all my friends, my, they want you to eat too. We want, we all, all want to eat, eat, you feel yeah. I me? Mean? And we all teach each other how to fish. So when we're at the table, there's no reason why you don't got to play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the game is told, not told, but we all help each other grow as men. And you were I mean? these friends with you from the beginning, or you mm-hmm. kind of just... some of them were? Uh, one of my one of my homies right now, he's like my best friend. Um, he said there's people that have been day one, because you know you guys go way back, mm-hmm. and those people that are day one because they've been solid since day one. You know what I mean? So like, I got a couple little, I got a couple new friends, but shit, they've been more solid than I had than friends that I've had for over ten years. Mm-hmm. You know, so we gotta keep it. Some people wish bad on you because they're just they want the life that you have and we could all have it though and like we could do it together don't everything is a competition but that's every industry though yeah 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 100 every 100%. industry yeah tattoos barbers hair hey SDs. but you know what sometimes you gotta help your homie through the window so you get open the door <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean so don't be afraid to uplift your friends you yeah. know what i mean and something so simple as a share yeah. could go a long way. Yeah. And, I, and especially now, like, that's the way people show love. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not in high school anymore where we see each other all the time. Or, you know, like, so our, our community is honestly like our Instagram, our social media. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's how I see how your kids are doing. That's how I see how your business is going. That's how I see your problems, you know what I mean? On Instagram. Yeah. So it's like when you, when you don't show love on Instagram, but you're watching... It's like, what are you doing, baby? Yeah. yeah. Or like, you kind of have people on Instagram, like, maybe not the people you're close to, but the people that, like, you check in on sometimes here and there. You're yeah. Like, 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 hey, I just seen you had a, your your daughter, your son, or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, one of my closest friends, he's not, he's not on social media. He's not the, your social media. He has, like, 100 followers. Like, mm-hmm. but you know what? And he talks, and he, but he checks up. He calls me every day, you know? You know, like, I have his Hulu, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like shout out to him for the Hey, shout out to my boy. <laughs> my boy. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? It's just nothing but genuine love. You yeah. feel I me? Mean? And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's understandable when I know you're not on Instagram every day because you're working. But when you, you know what I mean? When you're on there. But, you know? Yeah. And it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah, social media is a huge pack mm-hmm. though into having a business. Yeah. Because your Instagram grew, right? Did you always have this Instagram? Was it the same Instagram? You know what? No. I had an Instagram. I remember because I had you. I had a, a popping Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> My Instagram was popping, and I remember I went, I went, I went away for a couple of years, and then when I was away, it got deleted. Oh shit! So I was hurt. I was like, Damn. I remember I had that Instagram. You had took pictures by the park. Yeah, you remember oh. my little pretty boy pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I had a. It is, my Instagram is not big at all, to be honest. But all my, I feel like it's not that I have a big audience, but I do have the right audience. I think you have you know? the audience that you have, like, um, what is it? Oh, my God. It's, like, people that actually, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Marlo? Like, people that actually, like, if you tell them to follow, they'll like, follow. Like, active. Active, right? Yeah. You have active followers. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So, people will listen to you because they're, like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's very intimate with my followers. And even, like, the people that I follow back, like. 95 percent of the people i actually know you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like when someone's like hey follow back and i'm like, like it's not even then don't it's take it like, personal it's just like I, I don't know you like yeah you know and then, and then do follow people back i'm like oh hell no <laughs> <laughs> like why did i follow this guy yeah you know and you're like fuck i gotta follow him in a couple days though <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then i feel bad though because i feel like they'll think like 
Oh, he's to come. Yeah, or he's this. That, or he's that. Like, like my Instagram is very intimate. Yeah. You know, it's like, and people tell me, oh, so to make a business account. I was like, nah. I'm, like, I'm the face of my business. So I was like, that. That's you know why you have a lot of people like to see your personal life and like to see mm-hmm. you and your work. That's why a lot of people yeah, don't really and, have business accounts. And even then, like, I don't post my personal life. Like, honestly, I post, um, it's all <laughs> Instagram. I told a homie, he's like, you know what? Instagram's a movie and you're the main character. You know what I mean? It's your Instagram. So mm-hmm. you dictate what you want your audience to see. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's like, as far as, we, like, we don't post no money, we don't post no guns. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're lacking and we're broke. <laughs> you know? But, I'm so dead. And we only post what people want to see. With it. And for, from, for example, for me, I used to post a bunch of bullshit. Like, my shit was shadow banned for like two years. Oh my gosh. Probably things I would post. You know? So like, now, like, I post me at the gym. And like, now when I go places, like, oh, I see you. I see you. It's like, shit, I'm trying to get it too. You know, and I like I post my little my little quotes and my work and my child. Yeah. You know, if you want to close friends, you know? <laughs> yeah, sure, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. No, you're not playing because I'm not on there, so I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm playing because it don't exist. <laughs> okay, but your work though, like social media, like do you get a lot of your clients from there? Or is it kind of war word by mouth? Um, I get a lot of my clients from there, and a lot of it is word of mouth. You know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, if anything, I feel word of mouth is way more, like, it'll have a bigger impact than uh, social media. Because, I mean, shit, like, when have you ever seen a Lamborghini commercial? Never. No. Because they don't got to make one. It's all, what, 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 oh, he got that. You know what I mean? So. That's true. Like, you see, like, even with financial companies, like, you'll see all state commercials all the time. You'll see state farm commercials all the time. But like, you won't see like a commercial like about like, let's say, Primerica. Be- and they're annoying. I mean, they're but you know them because. <laughs> but they're the biggest financial company. Because you know? they actually go around and they don't got to promote. Yeah. It's all word of mouth. You know what I mean? So do you think that's like the biggest way of like someone in this industry? Your yeah. industry. I mean, it's exa- our industry for too. For example, like say you, you just did like a whole 12-hour session uh, you just, for no, yourself. I'm oh, saying for you, myself? Like, oh, I'm okay. saying you just did like a whole like, you did a facial, a Brazilian wax, you got, and then after she came out, got her nails done at the nail bar, you know? like, And she goes and she tells her homegirls, you know, three homegirls are going to come, and then those girls are going to go tell their homegirls, like, bitch, where'd you get your nails at? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like... Like, who waxing that coochie? Because you know what? A lot of the people, you post I, it, mm-hmm. she is. She is. <laughs> like, you post it, and a lot of times they'll just click through it mm-hmm. you know but it's like even with my barber like my, my homie louis shout out louis oh, honestly barbers. like like for example like him like i tell all my homies and like i'll come to and like all my homies look we all got beards now <laughs> we all have beards <laughs> like, we all have our little beards going on uh-huh. and we all have a different type of beard though but sometimes we'll get fucked up like i'm like oh dog why'd you do that to me <laughs> you know and then um like, they'll see me and be like, damn, you're like, yo, shit look crispy. I'm like, well, get right. You know? Like, get right with the homie. And then the homies will come and get right with him. You know what I mean? And it's based off. Word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. So. I think word of mouth is a lot better. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you'll always go to the person that you trust. Yeah. And then you trust. Because Even with celebrities. Went. For example, like, we got, there's a couple of tattoo artists in the industry mm-hmm. that tattoo a lot of celebrities. But, um. It's not what they know, it's just who they know. So I'm sure, like, say, like, a fucking an artist gets and goes and gets tatted. Another artist is going to be like, oh, well, clearly if he went to him, then that means that the vibe was right. 
he was trustworthy because celebrities you can't just come around them you know? no like, you can't message them on instagram yeah the so, big actual blue check marks you just can't yeah not so. the ones bought yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. the ones earned yes so i feel like uh that plays a big part in that mm-hmm. and that i want to get there shit i would love to have a couple nba players on the roster you will one day though yeah 100 percent I already had a couple in the DMs that just didn't go through with it. I was like, ah. Why didn't they go through with it? I don't know. I would have been like, look out. Would you do it for free? Yeah, I told them it was free. I'll go to you, even if. I told them that. Well, they asked for that. They were like, oh, um, for example, like my favorite artist reached out, you know, but I, I DM them because they, and a lot of times it says scene, but like, you saw it. So now next time you're in the studio and be like, oh, shit, let's get that. Oh, 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 hold on. I think you're one. Oh yeah, look, he messaged me. Next thing you know, they're calling. But I feel like artists and like celebrities, like you're on their time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's like you just gotta sit there and wait, you yeah. know? And that sucks sometimes, but it's part of it. Even like you should do like micro influencers. I feel like those smaller influencers, not as big ones, will get you more. You know what? I feel like right now um, I've been networking a lot. Um, like I've been outside. Um, but when I'm outside, I'm not outside. outside. I'm thinking, okay, what kind of outside are we talking about? Because we <laughs> oh. said cl- you lost your voice at the club. So we're talking about. <laughs> what are we talking hey, about? Hey, I was singing. I was singing. <laughs> I was singing some Valentina Elizalde. You know? so, <laughs> so I had to do that. But you know what? Being outside, for example, like say I go to like a local bar, like a club in LA. Uh-huh. Um, and I come back with 50 followers just one day. Say I went on a Thursday. How the fuck do you come back with 50 followers? Well, we're talking to everybody and people are sharing you and everybody's tagging you and the people, their audience is watching and they click on your profile like, oh, he was lit. Follow, follow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So say I get 50 followers. Out of those 50 followers, say 10 hit me up for an appointment. Out of those 10, that's just playing in like minimal. And say out of those 10, five actually locking a deposit and out of that five i make like three or four k and that's off one time of just going out going out and networking not going out and getting shit faced yeah going outside and networking just have a drink in your hand and really go and networking. just it just vibe with it you know no because that's what i did in vegas mm-hmm. it really gave me clout for that and it happened and it was like a, it was it, it was like um beauty events yeah. And I went and I knew I was I went with my boyfriend and I knew exactly. I told him I was like, he's never gone to one of these. He does, he's not on social yeah, media. He went to go see Shadi Bay or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, it was like an esthetician event. All right. And we went and my boyfriend is not into social media. He doesn't have a social media. Hey, at all. but those are low-key the men that like I feel like women want. Like Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> they want girls want men. That don't have a social media. They want the ugly guys. Yeah. <laughs> they want your man to Except be ugly. Except my man's not ugly. And then you complain that he's you know? ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. like, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> but listen, so we went and I told my boyfriend, I was like, just stay right here. Let yeah. me do everything that I have to do. Watch Big Mama in action. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he was so confused. He was like, how did you just go up to like six different people? Because my boyfriend, I'm very extroverted. And my boyfriend's very introverted. My boyfriend already has his career. He already has his, so, his so. job. So Hell he doesn't yeah. have to go out like me and try to make like networking. Yeah. This is very different from what I do, right? Mm-hmm. So when he sees me go and talk to like seven different girls and get seven different Instagrams, he's like, how the fuck did you do it? And I'm like, you know what? Like, you got you to you you be a salesperson. You got to sell yourself mm-hmm. in a way to present yourself as in like, 
I'm gonna see. I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna present my business like the high fucking best business yeah. out there. Like, hey, my name is Deanna. I go by Didi, and this is my shop, and this is what we do. Yeah. And what do you do? And I always ask them an open-ended question, like, so exactly, what do you do, and where do you do it? You know, not something where they could say yes or no to. Right. True. True. So he was so amazed by me going to like network, and that day I I got I got so many followers That's because I was like. I had one drink in me and I was like, okay, I'm going to carry this fucking drink. I can, like, I'm, and I went up to the girl like supernatural. Hey girl, I like your shoes. And then she was like, oh, thank you. I'm like, where'd you get them? Da, da, da. And then it went from like, oh, so what do you do? Mm-hmm. And that's all I went. Same. Every single, yeah, every single like, time. Like, and I show love, you know? Yeah. I show a lot of love. You have to. So like, like say we at the club, whatever. And like, I see someone fly. I'm feeling like, ooh, ooh. him and I, what? we can fuck it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, for real. Yeah. So, and, and they show love back a lot of the time, unless you, you're an envious person, like they show love. Yeah. And those are the people that will make it. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could tell someone how genuine someone is. 100. Like I said, energy. Yeah. You know, like you could tell when someone's faking the funk. Yeah. You know? 100%. But, Especially in our industries. I feel like this, your industry and my industry are different, but we have beauty in every industry. You know what? I feel like the beauty industry, um, the tattoo industry, and like the strip club industry is all one big circle. How do you think the strip club? Okay, well, I'll what do you mean? <laughs> what exactly? Just answer your own question. Look, the old girl goes and gets her BBL, comes back. What does she need? She's gonna need her aftercare. Who she can go to? The the girls are gonna be like. <laughs> We're gonna be ribbing that ass, yeah, you know. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and that's the beauty industry. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. you know they get their their little lipo and they get their lips done. What do they want next? They want to get their lashes. Mm-hmm. So they go to the lash, you know. And a lot of them got ink too. And they want to get ink. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're selling yourself, so it's like the way you look is law of attraction. You know. What I mean? And that's why you said we'll never die. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we do have slower months, days, right? And that's okay. Do you feel like you have like a slow month where? Like, did you, for example, for me, I have, like, my website and stuff. So we kind of do, like, how we did last year around this time. And it was, like, really bad. You know what? It um it kind of it fluctuates. Like, for example, like, when it's, like, the end of the year, it slows down a lot. Because, I mean, it's holidays. And people are saving up for the holidays. They're traveling. They got to get gifts. Mm-hmm. Tattoos a gift, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a gift. But um, you know what I mean? So people save enough for that. And then right after that is New Year's. They want New Year's. Just, it's the first of the month. You got to pay your rent. But once like March hits and people are getting taxes, that's when it hits. So like it'd be smacking from like, unless you already got it like that and you're booked like a year in advance and shit. Salute to you guys. Um, But from like, for me, for example, from like March to like September, it's very good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we're the total opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. The beauty industry is horrible for me. I mean, it's been like that. He, I've asked a lot of people in the industry, like July and August are the worst. Is it because of the heat? It's because people are spending money on back to school for their kids. People oh, are on true. vacation, so they don't really want to spend too much. Like they'll get their nails done or they'll get like the smaller things, but they won't get like the whole shebang because they're like, okay, I'm going on vacation. I need to save. And they won't yeah. really be here, you know? So it's kind of dies down from like July to August. Oh, yeah. For first. For- yeah, for sure, August is a slow month because I feel, and that's my birthday month too. So I'm like, you're a Leo. Yeah, I'm a Leo. Oh shit, does that make sense or what? Yeah, my mom's a Leo. <laughs> what are you? Cancer. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leo. <laughs> but yeah, okay. so well. Anyways, yeah, in August it slows down because it's very hot and like, nobody wants to deal with a 
peeling tattoo and swelling your ass off. Yeah. So. Well, you're doing so good for yourself, and I'm proud of you. Mm, thank you. You better get booked more. I mean, you're already booked. Yeah, like that a- comes with time. That comes with time. You better when you come back on this next year, on another season, <laughs> For next season. You better be a year in advance book. I'll come with a bigger chain. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you could judge the man based on his chain, huh? <laughs> really? Hell yeah. Some of them though, just like uh, what's her fucking name from Doctor Phil? Babe Barbie, what's her name? The red, that girl, bad the red, baby. Bad baby. She says sometimes she'd be wearing fake jewelry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let me. I'm talking about men. For example, for example, for example, you go to the club and you like you see you know who's a trapper, you know who's trapping, <laughs> you, know, you know who got that money, you know. I don't club like that, so I don't me know. Either. Me either. <laughs> I'm just going based on what I see on people's stories. <laughs> you You're not on the close friends, so you uh-uh. don't know. <laughs> me either. I just go to traviesos. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, well, we always end this podcast with a quote. I didn't tell you that in the fucking beginning. Yeah. So you got to come up with a quote. I'll come up with a quote. And you can be whatever quote you want. For someone that's new in the industry, a regular quote, something that means something to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I make my own quotes, but uh, I guess here's one. Um, by Vince Lombardi. Winners never quit and quitters never win. <laughs> Short, sweet, and simple. Say that one more time because I'm trying to really try to winners never quit mm-hmm. and quitters never win. Period. Okay, now I get it. You know what I mean? I get it now. <laughs> that's that's, that's true. What that's do you think it. about that quote? What do you see from that quote? Um, I think it's everything, you feel me? Like you can't um, for example, you can have faith that you're gonna make it, but if you're not working towards those goals, you're mm-hmm. as good as dead. I mean, so like you gotta keep going, you feel me? And like yeah. you said, like every L is a lesson and it's it's part of winning. Uh, you're not gonna win without taking an L. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So, well, thank you for being on my podcast. You thank you come for on having me next year. One hundred percent. I don't got a shot, but fuck, empty cup. We'll pour a shot. We'll pour one shot. <laughs> pour this shot and then we out. We outie. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. That's a big ass shot. It's for the road. Damn. <laughs> I didn't drive. <laughs> I got my DD. DD. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Cheers.